0: With Joe Mark Willard, it's Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys, the Giants podcast by Giants fans for Giants fans. We come at you twice a week. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Barry Bonds came out this week and did what Farhan Zaidi and the team are not allowed to do, which is name, Aaron Judge. And and part of it was the whole question, which Aaron and Barry and everybody has answered correctly. Forget this idea that when Aaron Judge gets to 62, somehow he holds the single season record because all the, the the steroid guys are the ones, are the only ones who have passed it so far. There's just no way to do it. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And and Aaron has said that and Barry said that. But it also led to a conversation about Aaron to San Francisco, and Barry said, "What's very simple, which is, yeah, that'd be great. I, I, I would love it. But there's been some intricate information that's come out. I think we all agree it's unlikely. I, I, I don't quite understand why Aaron would leave New York, but maybe he is mad at the Yankee organization for the last year. And if he is, there's two things. You heard a little bit about what the numbers might look like. Yeah, I heard." that the Yankees view the Giants as the number one threat. It's hard not to remember every time he's on MLB network, that Posey Jersey is right behind his head. And it's just like, I mean, have you ever in free agency heard more about who a kid rooted for when he was growing up? Rich Aurelia was his favorite player. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know. I wouldn't think this matters, but maybe it does. No, well, so Tom
1: Verducci, you're referencing what I've been listening to. Tom Verducci did a long-form piece for MLB.com. He used to be a New York Yankee beat writer way back in the day. He's obviously really tapped in with the Yankees, and he got to know Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge doesn't have a big personality. He was sitting down with him, and everybody that he's talked to, I'll give you the numbers first. He hears the framework looking something like seven years, $40 million a year. That's what he thinks the Yankees are going to offer and that's their threshold because they still got to pay other people and they already have guys still on the books moving forward because they paid Garrett Cole and obviously had the big Stanton deal. So they've got their own financial situation that, that being there. The other thing he said is that the reason why Aaron Judge was getting hurt as often as he did early on in his career is that he would have an at-bat pop up, go back into the dugout, and then go hit the tee and hit the batting tee in between innings, and he was overworking himself. And then veteran players were like, dude, you are going to hurt yourself. Boom, there you go. He hurts the oblique. He strains a muscle, hurts his hamstring, and he has now taken on what they call the Steph Curry mark recovery he's all about recovery yes he's working out yes he's still putting in the time and the energy and the effort but he realizes moving forward he has to master the recovery portion of it this makes me want to spend even more money on him because i think we can all agree the modern athlete is lasting now longer than ever right i mean wouldn't you agree yeah better now than they've ever been in terms of aging gracefully
0: I mean, we're sitting here doing this about ten minutes after I just watched Tom Brady play football. He's forty-five years old now. Granted, he lost to the Packers, but he engineered <laughs> he engineered exactly. a game time drive. They just couldn't get the two-point conversion. And every single Sunday when I watch him play, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. This guy's two years younger than me. He's five years older than you. And I, I like, I can't. I, I like, I can't figure it out. It does not it's make insane. any sense. It's so, insane. but when you hear those numbers, I mean. I think part of it is that we've been conditioned because we've been listening to Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, who are in their early 20s. So our mind is going, oh, my gosh, these guys, $300 million, $400 million, Mm -hmm. $500 million. You're right. Aaron's not going to get that. And so maybe that isn't like, oh, you know, the Giants are just like, yeah, who cares? Piece of cake. Toss it around. But when you say that this deal might be less than 300 million, quite frankly, it feels like a complete bargain for the position that the Giants are in. If you're telling me that they could do this deal and all it does is get into his 37th birthday and you'd have to spend no more than $300 million, I mean, I would do that. I'd like, like straight up, I would do that.
1: Three, four years ago, I would have said, you're crazy, Mark, because you don't have the DH. Now that you have the DH, like it also is another feather in your cap if you're a National League team. I think it makes you more aggressive in free agency. If you notice, for for years, all the 10-year deals were going to the AL. None were coming to the NL. The yeah. other thing that I, I want to highlight here that I, I cannot stress enough, the Giants love selling accolades. You know what I mean? When Barry Bonds was at the end of his career, come see him hit 400, come see him hit 500, come see him hit 600, 700. That's what the Yankees thought they were getting when they acquired Alex Rodriguez. You bring in Aaron Judge, he hits his 300th home run with you. He hits his 400th home run with you. If he gets to 500, that is a select few. You're seeing it now with Albert Pujols aging gracefully at the very end of his career, though he had a really tough run there at the end. But, like, to me that means something you see those fans cheering in st louis you bring the hometown kid home the same way you did with bonds imagine what the fervor's like in the stands rooting for our guy who chose to come to the giants to help save this team it would be a great story
0: this is so much bigger than what i'm about to bring up but just for context remember what it felt like when Jock Peterson became a giant. We've known this guy for years Mm. as a hated Dodger. And the second he arrived, it was like, oh, my gosh, he should have been a giant all along. (laughs) He walked in, put the uniform on, started hitting balls into the bay, and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's one of us. I really believe the exact same thing would happen with Aaron Judge. He's never played one game in the National League. But he would be accepted as homegrown, a true San Francisco giant through and through yep. the second he arrived. Um, the one thing I fear with Aaron, though, is well, we're in a situation right now where the pitchers are getting specialized balls to pitch to Aaron Judge, which means what we're watching is truly a season for the ages. Buster Olney last week said, you could make the case that this beats out one bonds. Like, I mean, this beats out, this is the best season any hitter has ever had ever. His thinking there because of analytics, because of 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, these guys know so much about your weaknesses that they didn't know 20 years ago. And he's putting up similar numbers in terms of OPS. It's been yeah. north of 1,500 in September. It's been ridiculous. So if Aaron Judge comes to the Giants next year, and hits 38 home runs are we disappointed
1: uh, do, you know, do you know what do you know the the most that the, a giant has hit since Barry Bonds left it was your boy Brandon Belt 29 I mean yeah. a guy hitting 30 home runs we will throw a ticker taper parade <laughs> up and down in Barcadero and Market Street I mean seriously Mark like that's how low it is I can't remember the last time a guy hit 30 home runs and batted 300 like for the Giants like yeah I just it would blow my mind. I hear you. He's having a monster year, and they call it a career year for a reason. I understand all of those things. They don't have anybody who hits 25 and Jack's 260, you know, uh, batting average right now. Even if he went down to 260 and hit 30 plus home runs, that's exactly what this team needs. Yeah. Like they've been dying for this guy. What does he do for a Jock Peterson, a JD Davis in a lineup? What does he do with with a guy like tyro Strato running around on the bases in front of him like to me there's a trickle down effect of bringing in someone like him and then from a merchandise standpoint oh, how man. much all rise stuff the judge hair the the over the top you know I mean God, I don't know I'm just i'm I'm imagining Larry bear selling me all the judge merchandise like that's all I keep thinking about
0: oh yeah no 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 I want I want uh, free gavels uh on the very <laughs> first night everybody. Um, I'm sure somebody would end up getting hurt. But anyway, if we could do that, free gavels for everybody on the way in, all rise. Look, yeah, it, it would be amazing. I just want to throw that thought out there that like – point. Like he's not going to hit 60 home runs every year. And and also, by the way, he he's, you know, he's never faced – the Dodger pitching staff, like he's never faced, like he would have to go through that switching leagues thing. I know it's an un- you know, the the balanced schedule is coming next year, so he'd be facing a lot of his old American League pitchers again. But um, I, I like, I just, I, I would love to see the Giants do it, and and then I would love to be, you know, part of part of the voice of letting people know that two thirds of what he did this year would be great oh if he can come here and do that next year
1: we would i'm telling you if he came to the giants i think that the heroes ticker ta- tape parade would be through the roof i mean even barry zito barry zito struggled for years yep. not one year years and Giants fans like this is the one this is the start he's gonna turn it around we're gonna do this i mean it took a long time for him to finally get booed like i, I don't think people remember that in real time he struggled with the giants yeah. so i hit last thing on this point on aaron judge I want him to come because it feels like I, I, this is, I'm just throwing however the Yankees bow out in the playoffs. I feel like it could get ugly and I feel like he's going to hit that eject button and parachute out just to change the scenery. I I just, I feel like there's so much negativity. He's carrying that team right now.
0: I can't wait to find out what makes him tick. Cause that's really what we're, we're all guessing. We're all guessing. What makes him tick? Is it New York? Is it the West coast? Is it that Buster Jersey behind his head? You know, does he, does he like the spotlight? Does he not? Uh, does he just want change? Um, I can't wait to find out. I, and, and, and that's what we're going to find out because we're all guessing at that as of right now. Um, all right, great stuff. We're heading into a fascinating offseason, but we will take you every step of the way during the final couple of weeks of the regular season, two episodes a week. For Joe Shasky, I'm Mark Willard on Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys.